1: And I'm Molly And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any
0: Today, we are talking about corn muffins, and we did just eat corn muffins, and, and we didn't save any for you
1: Yeah, I was pretty happy with that
0: Wow, those were really good, Matthew. Um, I, I'm looking forward to hearing about what you made. But I grew up with Jiffy corn muffins.
1: Would you say that that's part of your memory lane? I would say
0: that's part of my memory lane, and I have really we're fond- we're just jumping right into that. Yeah, no, we're so professional. I have really fond memories for like associated with Jiffy corn muffin mix.
1: I have mixed mixed feelings.
0: I haven't had it in ages. It's probably one of those things that wouldn't be as good now.
1: Uh, should we should we just like get right into the Jiffy oh, Jiffy mix part? Okay, well, sure, yeah. Because, like, my my uh, memory lane is just, like, we've been making corn muffins for a long time, and I initially put mostly to go with chili, mm-hmm. and then Watson and I were talking about it, and we were like, can we think of a time when we made corn muffins not to go with chili for, like, oh. for any other reason? And we could not think of a time we had done that.
0: That's a really interesting point. It's hard for me to think of when I would make corn muffins.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, they are good with other things, and we'll get to that, but, like, I just think of them as, like, the muffin that goes with chili.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, Like, more than cornbread? Uh, No, cornbread is good, too, but
1: I, uh, we will more often make corn muffins or corn biscuits just because, like, it's fun. Like, cornbread we will make, like, as a meal, like, a southern-style, like, not-sweet cornbread, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, stuff it with some bacon and and cheddar and, and eat that as a meal with, like, a vegetable, like a... Green side, mm-hmm. but like if I'm gonna have like some cor- some form of cornbread with chili, like I like uh, a muffin or a biscuit more than like a chunk of cornbread just because it gets more like has more exposed surface area to brown. That's I think. a very good and point. it's fun
0: to have your own muffin. That's true. Well, and the thing there's with-
1: really like nothing more fun than having your own muffin.
0: Oh, I can't think of anything <laughs> right. more fun than that. Woo! Oh, wow. I feel fired up just thinking about how fun it is to have my own muffin.
1: OK, so Jiffy Corn Muffin mix. Let's let's go there.
0: Yeah. It so, is It
1: is like as, as far as boxed products go, it is good to me, like compared to homemade. It's a little too sweet and kind of one dimensional. Also, one time the CEO of Jiffy Corn Muffin was mean to me on an, e- in an email.
0: Wow. It, were, did you poke the bear?
1: I guess I did. So this this is something I hadn't thought about in quite a while. So um, many years ago, I wrote a book called Hungry Monkey. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, use a recipe from the back of the Jiffy corn muffin mix box, maybe, like, a cornbread recipe. I don't even remember what it was or why I needed to, like, borrow a back-of-the-box recipe. But uh, there was a lot of back and forth between, like, my publisher and the company about, like, the specific what rights they were giving for the recipe and then like out of the blue i got an email from uh, howdy holmes senior the what
0: uh, i'm sorry howdy
1: howdy holmes senior okay um, who was a famous race car driver who then became the ceo of his family's milling company which makes Jiffy corn muffin mix um uh, an email to me basically like uh telling me to fuck off <laughs> He wow. didn't actually say "fuck off," but but he it was not it was not like a like a formal or polite email. It was it was just like we're sick of dealing with your bullshit. You do not have permission to use our recipe. Go away. Wow. Um, and uh, I believe the company is now Howdy. That the CEO is now uh, Howdy Holmes the <laughs> second. So probably we should probably like try and reconcile.
0: We probably should. You probably should. <laughs> you? I mean, I'm fine. I'm on fine terms. Yeah, You with didn't. Howdy you you weren't
1: dragged into this.
0: So my dad, I remember I remember him proudly introducing me to Jiffy Corn Muffin Mix. Like I remember him coming home and being like, I have something that you're going to really like.
1: It is a thing a kid would definitely like and could like easily make themselves.
0: I have definitely not had it as an adult, uh, or not in. A, I feel like there was, there was a uh, an ancient episode of this show in which we talked about it.
1: I'm sure that's true. And I'm sure I told the same story. Anyway. I don't have any new stories.
0: I was. So so prior to coming to tape with you today, I was having brunch with. Uh, yeah,
1: I didn't offer you or for you any chili because you had come from brunch. But if you want some canned chili.
0: No, no, it's fine. I was having brunch and my friend Judy. Well, my friends were asking about what we were about to tape. And mm-hmm. I told them and Judy said and
1: you, you told them we cannot reveal that information. It's privileged.
0: That's right. And then they then they stopped talking and I mm-hmm. ruined all the fun.
1: Yeah, then now, you, were, you were excused from brunch.
0: Judy was telling me that her Aunt Miriam, who is like a true Southern lady who lives in South Carolina, that Miriam uses Jiffy Corn Muffin sure. Mix. And her sort of secret thing, which I think is probably done by a lot of people, is she adds an entire can of creamed corn per box.
1: Sure. No, she's, she's the only one. It. She She's the
0: that. only one who does that. But uh, it, is, it is her thing, and uh, she is is you know she, she's a southern lady who would know
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely like yeah there's nothing wrong with Jeffrey corn muffin mix and like i'm i'm glad that the ceo is mean to me i'm because
0: get- <laughs> <laughs> you're a sadist
1: <laughs> no a no masochist. you're a masochist
0: whoops <laughs> I, I, yes. Let's see
1: what, like other, other people, I feel like I've had a lot of good experiences like, uh, tangling with like corporations on Twitter and I never really got into that. So this was, this was like before that.
0: Yeah. You really, you really tried to take the man down and the the man. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: really tried to take the muffin man down. (laughs) Have you seen the muffin man? I have.
0: Do you know the muffin
1: man? I think he lives on, uh, some lane, lane, Drury Lane. Did
0: you know that there was a Drury Lane, like right near my house growing up?
1: Yeah, did you like sneak out and go? Uh, I would go, and, meet, the and go meet the muffin, man muffin there. Man. there I,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Matthew, uh, what's on your memory lane?
1: Yeah, just making making corn muffins to go with chili. So That's you
0: it. didn't grow up with Jiffy corn muffin mix?
1: I I don't particularly remember corn muffins from my childhood. Uh, they may have been around, but I don't. I don't remember us always having a box of Jiffy corn muffin mix. But we may have. I should have done more research into my own life. You <laughs> should. Like, yeah, I tried. I I got on uh, chat GPT and I said, like, did did I did I eat corn muffins when I was a kid? <laughs> and and it knew the answer. It was very upsetting.
0: You know, you mentioned a minute ago that Jiffy uh, the Jiffy mix is like easy enough for a kid to, to yeah. use. And now that you now that you mention it, I do think that was one of the first things I ever baked sure. by myself. And I felt so accomplished. And then the other thing is then you've got this like a whole pan full of muffins that you can mow down.
1: Yeah, you can absolutely mow muffins. Yeah.
0: Mow muffins, mow muffins. Mo muffins. <laughs> Mo
1: muffins. Uh, some say mow muffins, mow problems, but I disagree. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, like, what's a corn muffin? Why why are we talking about it?
1: Okay, we're talking about it because I suggested it because we were having trouble coming up with a topic. <laughs> um,
0: Could it be that we've done 671 episodes? Oh, my
1: God. So, a corn muffin, it's a, a kind of a sweet and savory muffin made with cornmeal, wheat flour, and very often add-ins like cheese, corn kernels, bacon, scallion, herbs, chilies, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of the above. Yeah. Uh, so, in other words, it is northern-style cornbread or, like— I think on the cornbread episode, like we, we sort of we talked about like the idea of like northern style and southern style cornbread, but really what we were calling northern style cornbread is also very popular in the South. It's less true that Southern style cornbread is popular in the North.
0: Southern style cornbread being sweeter and cakier?
1: Uh, being less sweet and less cakey.
0: Oh, whoops. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, I really've got that backwards. So, wow. yeah, so
1: Southern style cornbread I think of as the kind that you make in like a cast iron skillet that's like rubbed with lard and often it's white cornmeal mm-hmm. and little or no sugar. Okay. Then, like Northern style corn cornmeal is the kind that's a mix of, of corn. Oh, and often no wheat flour also in mm. Southern style cornbread. Okay. Northern Northern style is like when you think of like a cornbread, like a yellow cornbread that would be like you know you'd put honey on it or like you know would be served with with chili that sort of thing. But obviously, that's popular in the South also. Sure, so sure. so a corn muffin is a is a northern style cornbread baked in a muffin tin.
0: Okay, so how do you know what cornmeal to use? Because for instance, so the most widely available cornmeal where we live is probably like Bob's Red Mill. Yeah, and and I feel like it's. It's either like coarse or fine, but there's also sometimes medium. I don't know which to use. It's yeah, so confusing. I do.
1: I use the. I usually use the Bob's Red Mill medium. Okay. And because so a while back, do you have any recollection of this? Like I said that Bob's Red Mill cornmeal was not my favorite on the show, and someone at Bob's Red Mill heard this and sent us each a big box of cornmeal.
0: Uh, this must have been a very long time ago. It was
1: probably ago. 10 years ago or more. Okay. Um but like since then like whatever they it worked. Like their intervention worked because now that's what I usually buy and I do like it and I've just like like learned to appreciate the fact that there so there're kind of two different axes of no there's more than two different axes of cornmeal because you can get white or yellow cornmeal for corn muffins, yellow cornmeal. Okay. But then the other axes are like: is it whole grain or like de-germinated corn? So like the the box that you get in the baking aisle, like the Albers, that's that's germinated cornmeal, and it's not going to be as flavorful mm. as whole grain cornmeal, but not bad.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm then, sure I'm sure we've all eaten lots of, of... yeah. I
1: mean it's not it's, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And then the question is, is it steel ground or stone ground?
0: And I'm guessing that steel ground is going to be more even?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So like Arrowhead Mills is is an example of a really like high quality whole grain steel ground corn mill. Okay. And I think it's really good. Bob's Red Mill is a stone ground cornmeal. And what that means is, yeah, you get like even in like the medium, you get a range of like very small particles to fairly large crunchy particles. Okay. And so that's what you're going to get in the finished product. It's going to have some texture to it. Okay. And so – If that's not what you're looking for, use a steel ground cornmeal like the Albers or the Arrowhead Mills. But probably like if if you kind of know that's what you're getting into, like a stone ground cornmeal, pretty satisfying.
0: So a stone ground cornmeal is almost always going to have the germ attached, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: Like if they're going to go ahead and stone grind it, like they're going to, it's going to be a whole grain type of deal
0: and does it go bad noticeably faster than de-germinated because that's a really it has, good question you know more stuff to go bad i more, store more it fat? in the
1: freezer and okay. the bags aren't that big so i haven't had a problem got it like the the bags maybe like 20 ounces or something
0: so for what we just ate you used the bob's red mill medium yep and what was the recipe?
1: So the recipe was from Cooks Illustrated, Baking Illustrated, which was their their yellow book. It's uh, it's where, like a,
0: where is it on your shelf here? Oh, there it is. Okay.
1: Yep. So this was from 2004, I think. Okay. Um, and like we've made this recipe enough that the the it kind of uh, falls open to the corn muffin page. Let's see if we can make it fall up open. Molly's testing my hypothesis here. It's near the near the beginning. Look at that.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. Took a few tries. This is what you made today?
1: That's what I made today. Yeah. So it is a super simple recipe. It's made with melted butter, sour cream and milk, uh, a moderate amount of sugar and a two to one mix of wheat flour to cornmeal. Got it. Now, if I were a less lazy person, I would have also made their more recent corn muffins recipe. Cooks Illustrated's more recent corn muffins recipe because it is quite different. So are you ready are you ready for me to blow your mind with how different this corn muffin I, I, recipe is? I think I is? already
0: read it on the agenda. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the more recent one is like, you know, what if what if we really focused on like the corn flavor and not so sweet? And it has like three things that are different. Like it has very little sugar mm-hmm. compared to this one which has has like a cup of sugar for, for uh, or like three quarters of a cup of sugar for twelve muffins. Mm-hmm. You like hydrate the cornmeal with water in the microwave, which so it makes sort of a sponge kind of a deal. I think this is supposed to make it moister. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun to do.
0: Did you notice a difference?
1: Well, we'll get there. Okay. And it's a two to one ratio of cornmeal to flour. So, so like a much higher cornmeal ratio than these. I have made that uh, recipe at least twice. Like I've pulled it up and I'm like, oh, this sounds really good. This sounds like my kind of thing. And I definitely didn't dislike it. I don't remember it being that different from the, from this recipe. Hmm, okay. It seems like it would be super different, and we we certainly ate them all. But like you know, I I've never felt like I that's the one I want to go back to. They both seem fine.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So how often do you think you make these?
1: Anytime we have chili. And that's not necessarily just like, you know, chili con carne. It could be like a white chicken chili. It could be a pork uh, chili verde. I made these the other day to go with with a pork chili verde that was so good. Like I, I usually like crumble up the corn muffins and really like get them in there.
0: Um, hang on, I'm I'm looking this up again. How did you know to use medium cornmeal? Like it doesn't say that in the recipe, So I it? think,
1: well, first of all, like it's Cook's Illustrated. So the head note is like 8,000 words long. And I think somewhere in there, I think they specifically recommend like steel ground ho- whole grain because they. They yep. do.
0: They say stone ground whole grain cornmeal. And then they call for fine stone ground yellow cornmeal. Oh,
1: OK. No, they do say stone ground. OK, so I don't know because like it didn't seem that different. And it's good, right?
0: It's delicious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. What about like corn sticks? Do you remember when those were a thing? Yes. Like I've had these,
1: but I've never owned the corn stick pan. Have you?
0: No, but I think my mom might've had one. Sure. I remember a period of time. Do you remember when blue corn was the thing?
1: I, yes.
0: And I remember having like blue corn sticks and, and thinking this was incredible. And nowadays blue
1: corn is like a thing, like you can get like, they'll have like one brand of blue corn chips, like in the, the chip mm-hmm. aisle, the supermarket. Garden of Eden. Right. Or if you're at the like at the co-op, there'll be like three brands of blue corn chips (laughs) (laughs) because it's healthier because it's blue.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like blue. I like I like the red hot blues by those are really good. Yeah, they taste so they taste like hippies, Mm -hmm. but they're really tasty.
1: This episode is brought to you by Town Place Sweets by Marriott.
0: Suites by Marriott.
1: Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay.
0: Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. This episode is brought to you by MasterClass.
1: MasterClass is the website that takes you from that thing you've always wanted to learn to learning that thing,
0: well, and you can learn it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world.
1: Oh, come on, really, the best in the world?
0: Yeah, like remember I watched those videos with uh, with Steph Curry on like you know how to have proper like basketball shooting form and stuff. that's right.
1: You and you have been sinking so many threes <laughs> since then. It's ridiculous. I
0: just can't stop.
1: Um, okay, well, I took a class with Hans Zimmer, film composer. Maybe you've heard <laughs> of movies such as The Lion King. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. you've heard of Gladiator. Yeah, Dark Knight, Dune. He did all of those, I loved, and Dune. now he's teaching me how to do it, like the art of making Has people he feel to things. This? To to teach me, yeah, yeah, because because I've got a masterclass subscription. Oh,
0: okay, all right. Well, you know, Matthew, I also hear that if you want to take a class, say from like Alice Waters or Thomas Keller or even like Yotam Ottolenghi, yeah. you can get essentially what are like private lessons. Now, granted, they're they're there on masterclass, yes, but private lessons he from these Right,
1: Oda Lengi doesn't come to your house, but right. virtually he
0: does. That's right. So masterclass makes all of this possible, and you get unlimited access. To the very world's best teachers.
1: And you will get 15% off an annual membership right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15.
0: Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15.
1: masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15.
0: Would you ever make a corn stick? Do you care? If
1: I had the pan, like I do like the idea because like for, it's like a cast iron pan that bakes corn muffins in the shape of like corn on the cob. That's right. <laughs> and so they're they're long. So I get, you get even more surface area and you can dip them. That seems appealing.
0: But they're also not as, if you're somebody who likes, so one thing that I like about the muffins that you made today is they're nicely domed.
1: They are nicely domed.
0: Um, and they have a really nice amount of like soft, inner crumb to this crispy crust that's on the outside and i think that a corn stick is maybe for people who prefer the crispy crust over the soft crumb that's true
1: but i still want a little corn stick
0: okay fine Um, i'm sure you can buy one on that giant site that begins with an a uh
1: yeah i mean or probably i can get a free one from like buy Buy nothing. nothing or yeah there you go um that, that raises an important point, and this is a really important point. When we, when we were just eating those corn muffins, we ate them sort of unadorned, and, like, actually, no, this raises two important points. All right. We're getting up to, like, how many points did Martin Luther have when he, like, nailed a thing on a door? <laughs> like, like 50? <laughs> like 12?
0: Mm, you know, I only know about the Ten Commandments. Okay,
1: so when Martin Luther <laughs> nailed the Ten Commandments— um, <laughs> He nailed it. <laughs> like he stuck I mean, the landing. One of them was literally like, "Thou shalt not nail thy neighbor's wife," and yet, <laughs> and yet he did so uh what i don't even know i think we just lost like 18
0: listeners yeah
1: yeah okay so two things first of all like we talked about add-ins and generally when i make corn muffins i don't use any add-ins but if i were like eating them like just as a snack rather than as an accompaniment to chili like i really do like the idea of having some corn kernels or some chilies or some scallions or something in there Mm, i like
0: i like the idea of maybe cheese cheddar and uh green chilies.
1: sounds great um, the other thing is, like, they are not as moist as, like, a blueberry muffin, and they shouldn't be because, like, part of their role is they're supposed to, like, sop things up,
0: mm, I, I think. That said, the corn muffins that you just served me, like, it was quite moist.
1: Yeah, it's not supposed to be dry, but if you think of, like, a blueberry muffin texture, you could kind of, like, squeeze it. That's right. Like a like a piece of Wonder Bread mm-hmm. um, or, like, your enemy's skull. Like the like this one, if you squeezed it, it would it would like crumble into pieces like your enemy's skull.
0: So you mentioned corn biscuits. Mm-hmm. When would you make a corn biscuit, and how is it different from a corn muffin?
1: Okay, so in another Cook's Illustrated cookbook,
0: I mean, so obviously it's probably going to have you rub the butter in, right?
1: So it's a, it's a cream biscuit. I mean, okay. not that you can't make like a, a rubbity rubbity. A rub- <laughs>
0: Rubbity rubbity. Matthew makes rubbity
1: rubbity. Whenever I can, yeah. Um and like it's so this uh wife of the show Lori like uh like zeroed in on this recipe in a different Cook's Illustrated cookbook. Um please send help, we're being held hostage by Christopher Kimball. Um the from the quick recipe from uh,
0: Wait, if I, I've talked on the show about, about the time, time you I met, met
1: Christopher, Christopher Kimball, <laughs> but, but sat, please tell it I again Sat in
0: his office at his desk. I'm having a hard time, like remembering what it was like. I feel like maybe it was that he didn't make eye contact the whole time. Is that what the story was?
1: But you were staring at his bow tie the whole time anyway.
0: Yeah, no. And I, I mean, I think both of us were like, what, what is she doing here? What, she what were me? you doing there? I think. Um, I think that somebody who was a reader of my blog uh, invited me to come visit her at work and she worked for Cook's Illustrated. And then she said to her boss, like, hey, you should meet this lady.
1: This was like the time that I that I like went to the office at Gourmet Magazine. It was pretty awkward, even (laughs) though I did write for them. But like. I didn't know what I was doing, and yeah. no one knew who I was.
0: Did I t- I've i told you about when I applied for an unpaid internship at Sever Magazine during my senior year of college. Probably, but tell me again. Um, they gave me like a fact-checking exercise. Not a fact-checking exercise, a research exercise. And I had X amount of time and like this small selection of books in which to, to research. And I realized then and there that like... I didn't want to do what I was going to have mm-hmm. to do and sure. it was unpaid and so on and so forth. But I've often thought like, I don't know, they must have thought I was a total idiot because I think I just sort of handed back in my piece of paper and was like, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'll I once, see you never.
1: I once like applied for an online job doing Japanese to English translation and like I really was not qualified for it but but like i got like feet they had me do like a translation exercise like translating a news article or something and i got feedback that, that essentially amounted to like you did like a weirdly good job with this considering the the fact that you also made some absolute like bonehead obvious mistakes
0: uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> you were like thank
1: Thank you. (laughs) Like, like I got the complicated part right, but then, like, you know, translated red as blue or
0: something. (laughs) Uh Oh, I think what I had to do was I was supposed to research, like, summer festivals in New England or something like that for, you know, some segment that was, like, about travel in New England. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I'm so so not interested in I mean, doing I, this kind you know, of work. I you mean,
1: know, like the cider festival, the autumn leaves festival, the, the summer. The, it
0: was the summer. The, the pre- it would have been the, the summer the, the blueberry festival. festival, the, blue- the lobster yeah. festival. Yeah. I don't know. I was I was 21. I was I was
1: the clam festival.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. the, the,
1: uh, okay. chowder chowder fest chowder fest 2003
0: mm-hmm. lobster roll fest
1: yep so okay. um, this uh, the the quick recipe also from 2003 uh, the same time they held the final uh, chowder fest um, <laughs> after after you ruined it by failing to include it in your article mm-hmm. um <laughs> Cornmeal biscuits are, are super simple cream biscuit. They're very like light and crispy. They have a different texture than a corn muffin. They are faster to make, and uh, so like they're they're like a scone. You you make you pat out like a circle of thick circle of dough, cut it into wedges, and bake the wedges. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really good. Yeah. Uh, so are they technically a muffin? No. Like a, a muffin isn't triangular.
0: So you mentioned that you make corn muffins to eat with chili. I did yeah Uh, I mentioned it when else would you do it I mean I I guess if I were making some sort of like a I'm realizing I never make corn muffins or cornbread, like ever.
1: Okay, like I mean, any any soup or stew, like like uh, you know, uh, North American European style soup or stew is going to be good with corn muffins. Probably, like even if it, yeah. even if it's like like a beef bourguignon with corn muffins, that would be delicious. That's true. That's um, true. Or like
0: chowder, chowder, any kind of chowder, yeah. chowder fest.
1: Uh, yeah, if you if you find yourself at <coughs> chowder fest, they're going to have corn muffins. That's right. Uh, what about barbecue? Yeah. Classic, it's classic. True, you know, corn.
0: corn flavor. The thing so good is, with...
1: when I when I Googled like, what do you serve corn muffins with? What it's what it took me to was, what do you serve corn bread with? Because it's mm-hmm. the same
0: thing. Sure, Matthew, is there anything else that we need to cover about corn muffins?
1: Well, a, a lot of people uh, swear by a recipe that is attributed to Kenny Rogers Roasters. What's Kenny Rogers
0: Roasters? Kenny <laughs> Rogers
1: Roasters is a uh, is a minor chicken chain that I think still exists. Is
0: it owned by Kenny Rogers? It was
1: it was like founded by Kenny Rogers Hedge Fund. <laughs> like uh, it was it was associated with Kenny Rogers. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I was a big Kenny Rogers fan as a child.
1: Oh me too. Yeah, absolutely. The Gambler. Yeah, that was the song that taught <clears throat> me so many things, and I, oh, and I yeah. imagine you can guess what some of those. Oh things my god! Are. Yeah,
0: I mean, you got to know when to hold them. Yeah. And Man. and when to fold them? Yep. When to walk away? What's the other one?
1: When to run? There you go. Yeah, um,
0: you never count. I, Ash always gets this wrong. You never count your blessings when you're sitting at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count your blessings when you're sitting at the table.
1: I, I feel like I feel like like that's the version like like your your like religious parents <laughs> would teach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! But you would count your blessings. If, yeah, that's true. So,
0: but it, it'd be like showing off, like counting right. your money. No, yeah. you never do that at the table either.
1: Um, yeah, they'll be count diamond for counting when when the deal is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, yeah, that is such a great song. Mm-hmm. Like what? A, what an unusual form of a chorus for a song that works so well.
0: I'm going to listen to it on the drive. Yeah, home. Matthew, uh, we have some spilled mail.
1: We do indeed. This is from listener Wendy who writes, I love the show so much. That's it. That's the whole email. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The next email is from from the guy from Jiffy Corn Muppets. Uh, Listener Wendy writes, I love the show so much. I wanted to respond to a couple of things from your tonic water episode. First, Matthew, I totally relate to your feelings of being shy or nervous about ordering a cocktail. I don't drink and never have, but I do really enjoy drinking something that is tasty and fun. Often my friends will be ordering cocktails, and I wish I could have a non-alcoholic version, but I always worry that the bartender will not be willing to make a non-alcoholic version for me, or will accidentally leave the alcohol in and I'll unwittingly wind up drunk. Oh,
0: That would be that such would be a awful. dirty thing to do.
1: Also, since I'm not that familiar with cocktail ingredients, I don't know which things will actually still make a drink if you order them zero proof. Yeah, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I've learned that a virgin and mojito is usually a safe bet I really appreciate when restaurants have a zero proof section on the menu so I can have options beyond a coke or lemonade also Molly I empathize with you on meat prep it is not only that I'm squeamish about touching meat although that's part of it I'm squeamish about cross contamination I hate figuring out how to get a chicken onto my baking sheet and salt it without also touching the salt cellar with chicken goo hands mm-hmm. thanks so much for making the show for all these years you feel like old friends and I look forward to every episode best Lily Wendy and that's Lily meaning listener I'd like to yum uh-
0: I forgot about that. Uh, okay, number one. Yeah. Well, we're recording this episode actually on New Year's Day. Yeah, so but I'm, it's dry I'm doing January. A, I'm doing a dry January. Awesome. Yeah, so I I love the taste of alcohol. So I am already, you know, I've got I've got the fridge stocked with all kinds of things that I'm going to be drinking. I've procured some tonic water because uh-huh. I really like drinking tonic water. I got Fever Tree.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I've
0: got some athletic brewing, non-alcoholic beer. I, I, if you're not skeeved out by the color red, I really <laughs> like, you know, sand bitter. Have you seen sand bitter? No. It's like, uh, it's a product made by San Pellegrino. Um, it comes in these adorable little glass bottles. It's okay. hard to find. Dealer NT has it. All right. It's bright red, like Campari. Mm-hmm. And I really like to take like a bottle of... Sand bitter and a can of spindrift grapefruit, and mix them okay. together. It truly is like a wonderful non alcoholic cocktail. So, yeah. I do feel
1: like that. this situation is improving. I think so too. For like getting interesting non alcoholic drinks out, like improving a lot.
0: There are, I mean, I know so many people who have either given up drinking or cut back on drinking in the past couple of years. And I can't believe the number of options I see on menus all the time. I mean, it really is changing, at least where you and I live. It's very common. Yeah, I I
1: imagine like there are regions where it's more difficult. But yeah, but like, yeah, like we talked about this on the non-alcoholic beer episode. Like, I feel hopeful that we've like turned the corner to where we no longer just assume that drinking alcohol is something everyone does. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then you know, as far as as the chicken right, uh, chicken oh. goo, I mean, it's chicken goo, it is real. That stuff's real.
1: I, I wanted to comment on that because, like, something. One of my favorite phrases to use in the kitchen is proprietary blend. And I use that phrase whenever I'm like mixing up any sort of spice blend, even if I'm just following exactly what the recipe told me to do. But I will also use it when I just like put some salt into a little Pyrex bowl or some like a mix of salt and pepper for exactly this reason. So I can reach in there with contaminated hands and not worry about it.
0: Yeah, I
1: I recommend this highly.
0: Yeah, That's really smart. Very smart. Well, thank you, Wendy. Delightful to hear from you. Matthew, I understand you have a now, but wow.
1: I do. This is a mystery novel that came out fairly recently and was a gift to me from wife of the show Lori for Christmas. And it's called Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. Sotanto. Jesse Sutanto is the author of the uh, A is for Anties series, which is a very popular series that I think is going to be a turned into a Netflix series.
0: Is it a, is it cozy mystery? Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. Yeah, and so this is this is a cozy mystery also, and I really enjoyed it. It is set in San Francisco Chinatown. There is some incredible Chinese food in the book that like actually sort of figures in the plot. The main character, Vera Wang is the owner of Vera Wang's f- world-famous tea house. That is not a, not a typo. Uh, she called it Vera Wang's because uh, she thought it would bring in more customers if they thought it was associated <laughs> with Vera Wang. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And uh, one night, a dead body shows up in the middle of the shop, and uh, the cops say it's an accidental death, but uh, Vera thinks uh, that it's murder and decides to solve the case by befriending all of the possible suspects.
0: I love um,
1: it. And it's delightful. <laughs> Wonderful.
0: So that's Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers. Yeah. By Jesse Q. Sutanto. Fantastic. Uh, Our producer is Abby Circatella.
1: Molly has a newsletter called uh, I've Got a Feeling that's available at mollyweisenberg.substack.com
0: Matthew has two bands that he's a part of Early to the Airport and Twilight Diners you can find both of them on Bandcamp, Spotify, everywhere music is found.
1: And you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts
0: mm-hmm. and you can chat with other Spilled Milk listeners on Reddit at everythingspilledmilk.reddit.com
1: Yeah maybe start a start a thread about like what do you serve corn muffins with and like there are going to be 71 be- replies and we're all just going to say it's chili. Chili.
0: <laughs> Um, if
1: someone actually did that that would make me so happy like with the chilly replies
0: I can't wait until it happens make it happen everybody Uh, until
1: next time make it
0: happen everybody
1: yeah like that's our let's like uh, one of my favorite podcasts Jordan Jesse Go uh, they come up with a slogan for the year for every new year and I think ours is gonna be make it happen everybody
0: that's right (laughs) whatever whatever needs to happen make it happen
1: make it happen I'm Matthew Epster
0: Burton I'm Molly Weisenberg
1: You didn't realize when you got up this morning that you would you would be faced with the most difficult challenge of your life. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.